Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast. It is your boy, the host with the most, Dave Neal. How are you today? Everyone doing all right? Happy 4th of July. Hey, look, I never remembered a 4th of July happening on a Tuesday. Feels kind of weird, right? Like, I'm recording this Monday afternoon, ghost town in Los Angeles. There's nothing like a holiday that clears up the roadways like this. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a million people on the beach right now, but the highways are sparse. How's everyone? You doing all right? What are you guys doing for 4th of July? You doing anything big? My international listeners don't know what I'm talking about. The old good U.S. of A. Keeping America great. Always was. Always is. Uh, Be patriotic. Don't be too patriotic, right? Then you come off a little racist, right? I don't know. I don't know why. Make America great again. Build that wall. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying treat each other with respect. Have a cold Bud Light. Throw a little lime in there for your boy Dave. And don't drink and drive, right? That's all you want to do. Have consenting, protected sex, whatever protected means. Um, to me, protecting pr- uh, protected sex is when you wear a gun on your holster. That's how you uh, self-protect. Keep the bad guys away. Anyway, so uh, let's. Do, this is a solo episode, as you couldn't tell. It's just going to be me talking for a little bit. So bear in mind, we're just going to answer a couple questions. Uh, we're going to spread a little love. No bickering today. Last episode, we got a little bickering. Uh, some people liked it. Some people didn't. Um, we had some reviews. I'll read some reviews. Now that I post these episodes on YouTube, it's a little easier for people to respond to them. So um, because of the Bachelor and Bachelorette crowd, we've got a whole new group of listeners checking in from YouTube. So thanks so much for everybody over there. But uh, the majority of people who listen are uh, you know, listening on the podcast app whether it be SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, one of those. But, um, of course, Tasha, the old lady of mine, and uh, we we had a little, you know, we started bitching at each other, as you do. Someone wrote, oh, man, do you guys always bicker so much? Yeah, we toned it down for the episode. <laughs> um, I'll listen some more, blah, blah, blah. What is it? You two remind me of the hubs when we first got together. Three words to remember, compromise, effort, fairness. Work those out whichever way suits the both of you, but always keep them in mind. Also, please thank Tasha for giving me another reason to be paranoid while at the theaters. That's because of the bed bugs. Look at that. Compromise, effort, and fairness. Effort's important in a relationship, isn't it? Compromise, just, you know, maybe you're not always right. Tasha, maybe you're not always right. No, I'm kidding. Maybe I'm not right. You know, it's intention is so important, too. But fairness, I guess, comes with intention. Like, it's fair to know that the other person means well. You know, that's the, that's the one thing that keeps me on this raft floating through the abyss of the, uh, the old relationship ocean, is knowing that Tasha wants what's best for me, and I want what's best for her. And sometimes it doesn't always involve the two of us. You know what I mean? Like, what's best for uh, for us together isn't always what's best for us as individuals. And it's important to recognize when we're being selfish and when we can give selflessly to each other. Very difficult in relationships to not feel like you own the other person. Isn't that weird? Like, like Tasha loves how funny I can be. And, you know, maybe not on this podcast, but sometimes I'm funny. But if I make another girl laugh, oh boy, hell hath no fury greater than making the wrong girl laugh. I remember a few, I've talked about this before. We were at a campfire a couple years ago and there was this chick bolt on tits, dumb as a rock. She had a Flintstone, uh, like the actual, like a stone to light 
to you know to make sparks to light a fire and she couldn't even hit it she couldn't make a spark she literally couldn't make a spark in her brain this chick was just just a paperweight up there nothing going on which was weird cuz she was asian and you you associate asians with intelligence but this one literally no sparks up there and anyway i was kind of making fun of her and I just remember, you know, sometimes when you make fun of people, they laugh just because it's like you're teasing them, you're making fun of them. But, but oh boy, did that come off the wrong way? And then Tasha's like, oh really? You're gonna flirt with this other chick at a campfire? Go fuck yourself! And then she took off, and I had to be like, oh maybe, you know, maybe the old DNA, you know, uh, we're born to kind of like relate with other people, and sometimes you have to tone it down and just realize, oh, I can relate to them. I don't need to use flirting necessarily as a technique. Um, let's see. So, so last episode we talked about how women believe sometimes they carry too much emotional baggage in a relationship, and it's true, right? It's it's true. The women are always like, "Hey, honey, where are my shoes? They're underneath the stove uh, next to the pit." Like women always just know everything. Naturally, I think they're better at managing and organizing. So, uh, when we know we have a woman in our life who's managing and organizing things, we tend to not have to think with that part of the brain. I always tell Tasha though, it's like, look, I lived. 28 years of my life before we started dating. 29, maybe. I didn't do the math. But the point is, is like, I made it this far in life. I pay my taxes. I don't have considerable amounts of debt. I'm going to be okay. But like, girls love to just sandblast all of your problems. And really, girls treat guys like they're like restoring an antique vehicle. You ever notice that? Like, guys, like we, you know, we come into a relationship, we're like, hey, yeah, the engine's running, we're good to go. But the girl's like, there's no tread on the tires, your carburetor's clogged, your exhaust is rusted. And it's like, oh, I didn't know, like, uh, you know, all the shit that I've learned by dating Tasha. Like, I didn't know what my big toe was as sharp as it is. Come to find out, I have the sharpest toes in the planet. Just ceramic knives on my feet. I just, ribbon ceremonies. I just Zorro, and, you know, with my toe. Anyway, uh, some, some chick commented on the YouTube, uh, culture girl said i always say that it's like the woman becomes the secretary of the relationship my dad used to always ask my mom or shout from another room or floor of the house what so-and-so's number and she would have to stop what she was doing and either recite it from memory or go look it up herself she always knew whose piece of clothing was whose and what was going on with school things i know that men and dads don't know everything about the household but i think they should know a lot of what's going on you have a capable body look up the number yourself be self-reliant don't rely on me for everything we're a team but we are independent individuals as well look i believe all that i believe all that but i also think women like to i really do think women like to mother the guy. So I think like Tasha, like I think she likes to plan things out and be like, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you know, this goes over here. Like everything's got a home. I miss, I, you know, like uh, yesterday we were, um, we were building a, um, a planter for some, uh, we had to make a custom sized planter for this picture, this big window that we have. Cause it was very narrow, but long window. So we had to build it. And she's like, Oh, she's like the, uh, you know, the, the tape measure is not where it goes. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's over here. Like, I knew where it was, but it wasn't where she files everything. So she was like, no, no, what are you doing? Why is it over there? It goes over here. And I'm like, well, here's where it is. So, you know, conversation over. But um, things like that, they can just take off. We're a team, right? You just got to be a team. Speaking of teams, uh, boy, uh, Team USA, <laughs> let's do it. What's everyone doing for 4th of July? You guys can have fun. No one shoot any firecrackers out of your ass. We don't need singed butt hair. Speaking from experience, we don't need that again. It smells weird. Um, 
I'm in my car right now waiting to pick Tasha up. She, uh, she's at work and her car is in the shop and I, uh, I'm the nice boyfriend that I am. So whenever you hear her complain about me, just know that I'm sitting in my car with the AC off on a very hot day so I can record good sound for this podcast and then maybe she'll get in here and we'll say a few words. I'm not going to go too long today. I'm not going to go too long. We're going to keep it nice and short. Answer a couple questions from people. We're on Reddit here looking at sex questions. Here's one. Slept with my teacher. Oh, this will be good. So I have finished high school and I am currently in college. I am American. When I was in high school, I had a very fond friendship with one of my female teachers. Uh, this is a guy. She entered teaching very young and she is not actually that much older than me. She, uh, she became somewhat of a confident confidant, actually. So I recently ran into her when I was back in the area briefly and went back to her house with her. One thing led to another and we ended up having sex. She was very full on and quite dominant, actually. She got on top of me and sort of pinned me down, but I liked it. It felt as if she was there for me and afterwards I fell asleep in her arms while she cuddled me and stroked my hair. Well, I liked this until that part. That got kind of weird. That got kind of motherly for me, but I don't know why he had to include that part. Uh, it was very enjoyable, and I like the intimacy. However, I'm a bit worried about it getting out that she sleeps with their ex-students, and I'm growing a bit paranoid about it. It's not weird. I mean, the current president of France slept with his teacher, and the age difference between my teacher and myself is nothing like Macron and his living dead wife. Jeez. However, I'm a bit worried about this getting out still. It wouldn't hurt me at all, but it might damage her career substantially. Any advice? Yeah, here's the advice. Just don't talk about it. Just, just, uh, you know, the re- I don't, I don't know. I don't have any, any facts about this, but you guys, you guys realize, I think the reason there are so many female teachers, uh, you know, getting arrested or in the news for banging their students I think it's because female because female teachers they're sucking these teenager guys dicks and then the dudes are talking about it to their whole team, right? Do I don't know, are there just as many male teachers banging female students and the females just have the peace of mind to be like, "You know what? I like that uh, Mr. Riviera, but I'm not going to talk, you know, about it to my whole, you know, gymnastics squad." I don't know, I could be very wrong with that. But I feel like Student teacher sex is probably it's probably always been at about the same levels. It's just that now with social media and tracking things and and posting it on like Reddit right here. But this dude here, he's in college. Like, give it up, dude. What a humble brag that he slept with his teacher. Like, good for you. So, what are you? You're 19. What is she? Maybe 24. Dude, fun, great. You know, but like, yeah. Here's the worst thing that can happen. I mean, it's super legal. Very legal. But you're going to give her a bad name because even though you've already, uh, I don't know, done the deed with her, people might think that you started in high school and you didn't. So maybe don't mention anything. Maybe don't post on Reddit and then on the Sex Actually podcast about that. Tasha's pulling up right now. She's just realizing that I'm podcasting. I can't tell if she's disappointed or happy. Hey, here she is. Our first guest of the day, Tasha Courtney. Hello. We're, we're recording a quick episode here. Nice. I'm at 11 minutes in. I'm just going to do a quick one. I just read a comment. I just read an email about a guy who fucked his teacher, but uh, it was his ex-teacher. He's in college now. I was like, well, no big deal. So not while they were in school. No, but he's worried about it. And just don't talk about it. Yeah, just, don't talk Just don't about talk it. about it. Just wait, fuck your teacher now, in peace. Now that he's out. Wait, why would he be worried about it, though? Just that it hurts her reputation that she's sleeping with a former Because he's 19 and he's probably just wanting an outlet to brag about it. Boy. I don't know. 
Um, uh, sex feeling, not that, I don't like that one. Immediately not wanting to be around the girls I sleep with. Uh, <laughs> I immediately not wanting to be around the girls I sleep with. I seem to have this ongoing problem with relationships, whether it's just a one-night stand or a potential girlfriend. I've had a hard time staying emotionally connected to them after sex, like I once had and still do have a friend who after a while of knowing each other, we decided to go at it. Honestly, it was great, but immediately after, I just didn't want to be around. I didn't feel bad towards her in any way, far from it. But the same thing happens with little flings. Even when I have no strong emotional connection with them, as soon as it's over, I find a reason or excuse to leave and do so. I can't quite figure out what it is, and to a certain extent, what's uh, wrong with me. I feel like I'm just going at sex as a means to an end, and ultimately I fear that's what will keep me from having a stable relationship. Yeah, Meanwhile, sounds like a fear of commitment. Meanwhile, I've had close friends with whom we've done plenty of things besides sex, but I just have this like shut-off period afterwards, which doesn't feel like a healthy thing to consistently be doing, especially to someone who I'd be emotionally invested in. I don't know if I'm going to turn the I'm going to turn the car on because it's fucking hot in here. I was oh we got some music. I can only play like five seconds before it gets tripped. That's all you get. Um, oh, we needed that AC. Sorry, folks, if you're listening to that AC, we needed it. Should we just uh? Here, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you don't wanting to be around the girls you sleep with, maybe you're just sleeping with chicks that you're not that into. Yeah. Although, I'll say this. Men... Well, here's the thing. Like, my first thought was, like, well, force yourself to work through it. That's what you know a lot of people recommend when you're dealing with something that is like a behavior that you know is is not right or like not sustainable is like okay force yourself to get past that weird feeling of wanting to push away that person um and fight it for as long as possible but here's the thing like just because you are trying it on some guinea pig doesn't mean that that's the right person you know, but you don't. You, but you don't want to be out of practice either. When the right person does roll around, and then you've just like enabled this habit of pushing people away. Out of practice sexually, you mean, or what? What do you mean out of practice? Like you've got to, if you know that you're um, engaging in this unhealthy behavior, which is pushing people away after you sleep with them because you have a fear of commitment. Then my thought is, well, force yourself to not do that. Next time, just refuse. You start having that feeling like you're going to push them away or you want to be you want to be away from them. Force yourself like don't indulge yourself. Tell yourself no, you're not allowed to do that. Do you think that's healthy though to like for like you know, it's no, not I like think- some kid with his dad forcing him to smoke a pack and a cigarettes, you know, he's not going to get sick well, making himself saying. go to a mall with to a girl. You understand that, you know, she's a person too. Um, and maybe you guys aren't necessarily compatible in other ways, but I, I think that just the same way that like your thought patterns are habitual, like, you know, your neurological pathways, the more you think in a certain way, the deeper and deeper those pathways get, which means it's harder to change. I, you don't want to like constantly be indulging in this habit that, you know, isn't good for relationships if someday you're going to want a relationship because that habit is going to run so deep that you're not going to be able to change. Yes. Or maybe it's just innate that guys, you know, are meant to spread their seeds. So instead of wanting to stick with one partner, as soon as he quote unquote conquers her pussy, that is, um, maybe he feels like he's done and he has nothing else to prove to her. Like he's, uh, he's hunted as it will. He needs a girl that challenges him enough to always feel like he's hunting. Like, you challenge me in a way, I'm not saying it's healthy, but, like, by, like, hating me every other day, it challenges, there's never a solid week. Like, I've always said, we'll get married the week we don't fight. 
Give me seven days, no fight. You're so full of crap. And at six and a half days, I'll just not, you know, I'll leave a flip-flop out, and then they'll be like, all right, reset, back to one. <laughs> Go for it again. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I don't know. I don't think, I mean, like, dude, if, if, if you, I don't know, like, maybe he's sexually attracted to these chicks, but he's not a, you know, I don't know. He sounds like just a young yeah, but dude. That, but you've got to understand that they're people, too. And he's saying that even friends of his, then they decide to hook up, and then he doesn't want to hang around them anymore because, you know, he doesn't like them. That's, that's hurtful to them. Yeah, it's like it's a respect thing. It's not just thing. about what you want for you and what your personal feelings are. Like, there are plenty of times in life where you're going to have to accommodate other people's feelings. Speaking about accommodating, how much would you kill me if I mentioned... That I heard you fart yesterday. I would kill you. Oh, I just did. <laughs> you looked at me like you just like stole a cookie and I caught you. I go, here's what happened. I heard, uh, I was, we were laying down on the bench and I heard, this is what this is the sound I heard. Pew. No. It was a little Star Wars gun. Pew. And I go, did you just fart? And she goes, no. Yes. <laughs> she literally, was the, the 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 feeling of guilt was strong enough to just go no, yes, <laughs> and you have nothing to say or just I've got nothing to say, but I feel like I'm beat red. I think I've I've um you farted in front of me literally ten thousand times. Well, but but ones that you could hear maybe maybe once. I don't think you've ever heard me fart. Maybe in your sleep I've heard you fart. Yeah, well that's not fair because. Maybe I was running from something, or I feel like when you get scared, <laughs> you, get scared. And you get yeah, if you get scared in your dreams, you might fart. That's just that's that's life. I don't think I've ever heard, but I've never heard you fart before. I didn't know. I thought it was just some rumor that they said that girls fart too. I didn't know. No, because I hold my farts. That's the difference between you and I. I hold. I don't purposely fart. That one just snuck out. I think <laughs> that's so gross. Oh, <laughs> uh, you made it real. Snuck out <laughs> like it was like it was just going to a but party and it didn't want like his parents you, to know. You let a fart sneak out like four times a day, which I can't understand because I, you have to have a very loose butthole to be letting that many farts escape all the time. Yeah, my butthole is like, like where the I don't know. Every time I ask you if you farted, you're like, I don't know, uh, maybe. Like, oh, really? You my butthole is like those those uh, <laughs> shoots that the football players run out of before the game starts. They go, welcome your New England Patriots, and then some mascot runs out. (laughs) That mascot's a fart. (laughs) My butthole is to shoot. There's an image for you folks. All right, here's another question. We'll do one more, and we'll get out of here, I guess. Advice needed. How do I ask for sex? Backstory. I've been dating with my boyfriend for four years, and we live together. It seems like I have a much higher sex drive than him because he could literally go a few weeks with nothing. I have a lot of shame about asking for sex, especially oral, due to upbringing and past relationships, and my subtle hints aren't getting anywhere. When I go for a proper kiss, he just goes for a peck. Oh, I lost it. Fuck. Ah, jeez. I was well, on. I've got advice. All right. You find it. Uh, don't do subtle hints. Guys do not understand subtle hints ever. You need to be super, super, super overt. Put your hand on his package. Give it a little rub. When he wants to give you a peck, hold the back of his head right next to your mouth so that he can't get away. You need to be as subtle as Tasha's farts. Pew! <laughs> like, he needs to hear your subtlety and feel it rumbling towards him. <laughs> uh, when I go for a proper kiss, he just goes for a peck, or even if I touch his penis, I think he thinks I'm just playing around, but I'm actually serious. What can I do to make it obvious I want to get it on? Let's get it on. I'm too embarrassed and afraid of rejection to just come out and say it. 
Yeah, you dated three years. Too embarrassed for rejection? Come out and say it. You don't say it, though. No, but I'm saying, if the, but it doesn't bother. I don't feel like bothered, like you don't want me. If she's if she's bothered by their lack of intimacy, then she needs to not let him get away with it when when she's rubbing him and he acts like, oh, you're just playing. Be like, no, you got to say it. No, babe, I really want it. I want it's it like right she's now. not secure with her with her sort of um, I don't know sexiness. Like pin him down. Like grab his cock. Take charge. Take charge, grab his cock, and and don't uh, don't get consent because consent only goes one way. Okay, that's n- that's not. True. Was that bad advice? That wasn't yeah, true. That was bad advice. Um, but seriously, don't but, get consent till really, his dick's hard. Don't, the point is, yeah, take charge and tr- and don't be concerned with like feeling embarrassed or or that he's gonna reject you. He's not gonna reject you because you don't need his consent. Why do you keep saying that? That's not a funny thing to say. It's a little funny. I'm sorry. So 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 what? So so he's not going to reject you, and if he does, what? I, you know, this is another thing. Is girls never get rejected. What if what if he rejects her? What if he goes, babe? I got a lot on my plate right now. I just well, don't. Well, then that's a valid excuse. If he's not going to be able to perform because he's still thinking about work, then that's one thing. But maybe if that happens, then you address it like, well, you know, tonight after dinner. Yeah, it like requires like thirty seconds. Like maybe just this sounds maybe make him a sandwich and give him a beer. I sound super sexist with that, but you know, I don't know. Just show him some effort. Like you, like Tasha, you've you've to, you've talked to me before. Like the next day, you'll be like, "I was totally trying to have sex the night before," and I'll be like, "With who? <laughs> Where? You fell asleep on my leg." Your neck sweat was stuck to my thigh. <laughs> like, where? But you're like, oh, yeah, but I, like, but touched you and, on your, like, inner forearm. And I'm like, oh, gee, how did I miss that one? I was too busy coming inside my track shorts. <laughs> I don't even run track. But, you know what I mean? You got to be. the point is that subtleties don't really work. And you just have to be over it. You're dating for three years or four years now. You got to trust that he loves you and he's not trying to reject you. So don't. You know, come from a place of love. Don't feel hurt if maybe he has a lot on his plate and he might not be in the mood right that second. But I'm sure if you tell him, babe, I want to get it on right now or if you can't right now in an hour or if you can't in an hour tonight. And I, Here's what you should do, lady lady listening, Clay Mary. Get, okay, say sitting on a chair or whatever. I, here's what I need you to do. I need you to sit. Like say he's watching TV. I need you to sit on one of his legs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's Santa Claus, and you just start grinding your pussy on his leg. And then start fingering yourself as you grind on his I'm leg. sorry, what? Is yeah, this is, this is my advice. So you get on top of him, like reverse cowgirl style. Say he's watching football or just hanging out watching Jeopardy. And, you know, like, what is Nebraska? And then you're just on him grinding, and then you kind of take your hand unspoken. Yeah, because you're really just taking all the attention off of whatever's, you know, there's no way he can ignore yeah, you just yeah. just start using him as a fucking vibrator for you, and just start right. I'm I'm. Th- this sounds like a great idea, and I just came up with it. I think it's a fantastic idea. So at that point, if he doesn't know what's going on, we have another issue. But um, one more quick one here, uh, banging them out. This one kind of th- these kind of have to do with each other. Guys, thoughts on a girl whispering or saying your name before or dur- during orgasm. So in theory, I think this sounds hot, but when I do it, I feel like I sound too cheesy and like I'm trying way too hard to be sexy, even though it feels really hot. 
I guess I just don't know if it seems like I'm trying too hard to turn them on and was wondering what guy's thoughts are on it. I usually have done it while they have gone down on me and I run my fingers through their hair, sometimes pressing them into me when I get close to finishing. Maybe context helps. I see it as I am hooking up with you and couldn't be here if I wasn't excited about it or you. And saying your name makes me feel a little closer to you, reminds me that I'm here with you and you're doing this to me. But once it leaves my mouth, I feel like it sounds so lame. Well, I think the most important thing is how you feel. So if you feel like it's really hot and in the moment, then it's obviously authentic. If it feels inauthentic because you're just doing it because you think that's what you're supposed to do because that's what you've seen in porn, then it's like, don't do that. Do something because it because you want to, because it feels good, because it feels very authentic to you. Yeah, but a lot of yeah, yeah it's just girls are too. But don't try. Don't try too hard. Don't don't feel like you have to say something because it turns the guy on. Do what feels good for you. Turn yourself on. If saying his name turns you on, then that's what you should be doing. But if you're doing it just because you think he wants to hear it, then that's not authentic, and it's going to come across as inauthentic. Just say your own name. Just scream your own name. <laughs> that's what I do. Oh, yeah, Dave. Give it to her. <laughs> I speak in third person. You're your own coach. Yeah. I'm just Dr. I just Dr. Seuss poems when I go, like, do you like green eggs and dick? That's green eggs and dick. Man, did I come with that upper one? Okay, well, look, I'm short firing. I'm on my seventh coffee, and my brain and my voice just aren't quite connecting with my yeah, words. It seems like it. Yeah, you can tell. Um, yeah, not, not too productive. Mailing it in. Mailing it in. No post is necessary. Um, so, how do you want to grade me on my um, planter? We built a planter last night for the for the flowers, for the uh, herbs, herbal gardens. What'd you think? I'm so happy. I think it looks great. It came out okay. Yeah. We use a little cedar, a little poplar wood. Yeah, the poplar was a bad idea. I kind of feel like the we I built like an airplane back in the day for a school project out of poplar. It's like a craft wood, and so it's easy to, like, warp, but it actually, it really worked out perfectly because our the way our window is shaped is, like, it has a small base, but there's a little room as it gets up to the top, and we didn't... Yeah, we basically to had to make... We basically it. had to fit it in the screen because we, you know, we live in an apartment building, so we couldn't hang it out the window. So it had to be four, about four feet wide, but only three and a half inches deep. So we had to use the poplar wood... Uh, wide, pronounced? you mean three and a half inches wide? It was. It's about four, six inches deep. No, 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 I'm saying four feet wide, like four feet on Depth, the, then, and then the three and a half word. inches deep. And tall. Height, depth, width. Okay, all right, there we go. Yeah. Three and a half we're, inches we're all deep. On the same page. I think the that's the average vagina a... is three and a half inches deep. All right, whatever you say. I feel like that's a normal depth before you hit vaginal wall, the spongy vaginal wall. This is Health Class with Dave Neal today, talking about vaginal walls. My guess that the the depth of a vagina, on average, would be the same as the depth of as the length of a dick on average, and I would guess that most dicks are about five or five and a half inches. So I'm going to say that that the depth of a vagina is about five inches. Would you say that mine? Uh, has, what are you smiling for? I'm just I'll just to end it there. I'll end it there. They always call me Too Deep Dave. That was my oh, name. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. That's the name, Too Deep Dave. Uh, that's ta- Tartar, uh, wait, what's, your, what's your name again? Tasha's know. Tartar Sauce and Too Deep Dave, if you're listening to the two episodes at once. Um, so you gave me a decent score. I did all right. We didn't fight. We didn't fight while we built it. Yeah, we just fought me trying to get you to Home Depot. Well, that's a different story for another day, but I'll say this. 
I'll tell you why we didn't fight. You know why? Why? One word. Delegation. You delegated. Yeah, I love delegating. No, bullshit. I love no. not not delegating to you what you should already know about how to pick up after yourself. I don't like delegating that. No, you can't just spin this in your direction. I'm spinning it in mine. You delegated because I was using the skill saw and you didn't know how to use it. That's why you let me do it. You let me do something that I was good at. You let me... Well, also, I'm just not trying to cut my fingers off, and I don't feel like we had a very uh, good, safe workspace set up, really. So here I am trying to compliment you for delegating, <laughs> and you're, you'd rather just say you didn't want to cut your finger than just giving me the, the fact that you, del- you let no, me be here's good the at point. Something. You know that I'm, like, obviously the plans person. Like, I can just, like, look at this the space and measure in the pieces of wood and be like, okay, this is how we're going to construct it. This piece needs to be this long. This piece needs to be like, those are things that just like, because I'm sort of like a spatial person, it's easy for me to figure out. Spacey person. No. Spatial. But for you, it's like, okay, I can tell you this needs to be this long. Cut it right there. Yeah, but I, okay, well, so, so you're, so you're basically saying, saying as long as I'm I, the mule that carries your no, shit, you have the directions. What? It's not just delegating. I'm saying that we each utilized our own set of skills. We know that I excel in this area and you excel in this area. So I did all the things in this area and you did all the things in that area, and that's called working together. And you know what the biggest, the, you know what the biggest problem is right now? We live next to a Little Caesars. Holy shit, do they have me addicted? They got me. I feel like I've got a pimple because of all that grease. Oh, my gosh. You ate. I've never seen someone eat pizza as fast as you eat Little Caesars. I'm starving. You ate four slices before I finished two. Well, but you threw half your pepperonis onto mine. But the point is, is that they, that hot and ready. I go into Little Caesars like they are my family now. It's six fifty, six fifty for the extra pepperoni. I, I gladly, and they don't even have a tip jar. All I want all I want to do is tip them. Extra money. I want to give them hugs and kisses for for just providing me. Because what's better? We got we had, we we came home with lumber and a box of pie. And next thing you know, we had a full little planter made. And we're gonna. We, I'll, I'll, I should. Put, I'll put a photo on the Sex Actually uh, Instagram page at Sex Actually Pod. Can just go to my snap. Well, when are you uploading this? In a couple hours. All right. So they might still see it if they if they listen to this before I don't know tomorrow morning. Well, tomorrow's relative. They could be listening to this next year. We could be dead. If they listen if they download it as soon as it becomes available on iTunes and they listen to it right then, they can go to my Instagram and Snapchat and see it on my story. I posted some pictures and some video. Any 4th of July advice for people? Don't drink too much. Uh or well, well I think that I think you can drink plenty. Why not? Go for it. Get drunk, go spit some lies to some girls. Don't blow yourself up. Don't set any. Don't set Los Angeles on fire, please. We're, we're like a. Oh yeah, you can't do fireworks in L.A. People don't realize that out here, it uh, everything combusts very easily. Very dry out there. Big forest fires happen with one little sparkler that goes off. Anyway, I thought we'd have some better advice for people. I mean, look, if you're uh, contemplating hooking up with that person that you know, why not try on Fourth of July? If they if they decline, you just call them a commie. You just call them anti-American. Right? Go USA. Go in for it. How do you... And here's another question someone asked. I'm going to butcher it. Uh, you know, I don't want to get into it because it, it, it delves into consent. And I can tell you're not going to give me any. 
Now it's a long question. We'll, we'll we'll do it for another day. It's I don't want to dampen the mood, but it was well. Fine, fuck it. I can't not do it. It's or we could talk about it when we have more time to talk about it and and really get in depth and get serious. Well, okay, I'll just say this: this guy was confused because he met some chick. They were making out, and he was like, and he she was like, uh, she was like, I don't want to have sex, and he was like, okay, and he was like, should, should I go down on you? And she didn't say no. She just looked at him, and he said. Is do you want should I go, should I go down on you? And she didn't answer, so he didn't do anything. But he was thinking, Am I a pussy? Because did she want me to go down on her? Like this whole consent thing, obviously you need consent, but is there a way that like a guy can be a guy? Like look look at this way. Well, here's the thing. Like it, obviously if they're in a situation where they're like hooking up and exploring and whatever, they like each other, right? I think he can tr- try and go for it. Try, you know, and if she says no, then she says no, and then that's it. That's how you. But what if she doesn't say anything? That's not consent. Well, then if she's not saying no, then I think that's consent. That's uh, to me, it's like you don't let somebody have sex with you and and never say no, and then that's not consent. I just, I, I agree with you. I don't know if that's where society is with consent. I think you need a fucking notarized letter of approval before you go down in there and, you know, tongue punch the bean, as it were, before you get a little pew. I just think people in general need to... I, I, I don't think it's a gray area. I well, think look at this. makes a lot of sense. If someone says no, no means no. And that's, that's really as simple as it gets. No means no. If someone says no, then you stop. But in college, it used to be if no means try harder. Have a little more to drink. That's how it used to be. That sounds horrible. You're looking at me horrible. No, I'm just, I'm still thinking about it. I. That's like in sales. If, if, they, if, if they say no, but, you go through your sales pitch again. If a I'm going to say that the majority of people, before they hook up with someone, do not sit down and ask each other, do we, are we sure we want to do this? Do you want to do That's know? what I'm saying. But if you're both drunk, you, you're not allowed to give consent. Well, if, you're, if somebody's blackout. The point is, is that somebody can't be blackout drunk or like falling over, can't stand themselves up. They are obviously unable to give consent and any kind normal person should know that's not okay but there are people out there who obviously don't care brock turner and well i didn't get consent to kiss you i went in for the kiss you got to go in for the kiss but the point is that like you know it's 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 a slow game you test the waters we go on a date then maybe you kiss me then maybe a few dates later things are getting a little more frisky and like there's a natural progression to things i think it's just about like being open and honest with each other and like reading the signals and if i told you to back off you back off you know if i need more time and it doesn't mean i i don't like you anymore it just means hey these things are moving a little fast for me and let's slow down and as long as you respect that then you're in the right yeah it's all about respect respect's key yeah because like rachel from the bachelorette right she's going on her date and the guy goes can i kiss you and she's like yeah, but like she was like, I've never had a guy but try to kiss me before. Like no, or ask to kiss. It's not realistic that people like are gonna ask permission to do things because it's about like it's it's chemistry and exploring each other and like going on this journey together. The most important thing at the end of the day is no means no. And if someone says no, I need a little more time. I'm not comfortable with this yet. Then you have to respect that. And if your ex teacher wants to fuck you, just keep your mouth shut. Have a good ride. Have a nice little tutor session, as it were. Oh, captain, my captain. 
Um, anyway, so we got to get out of here. Um, any uh, f- any more farts or news you want to give out to people? No news. No news. Pew. We have a good Fourth of July. Yeah, we're gonna have a good fourth. Um, what can I what can I tell you? What can I tell you? Here's some consent. I consent to everyone out there subscribing and sharing this with your friends. Hit the uh, review button, write a review, leave us a good note. We're on YouTube now. You can leave a comment on there. Sex Actually Podcast, Gmail, uh, Sex Actually Podcast at Gmail dot com. Ask us questions, leave us notes. Um, we're kind of in the do- the dog days of summer, so um, you know, bear with us here as we revamp and get ready to take over the world. Uh, all good things coming. Uh, we'll do a post-4th of July recap. We'll see if we got any nookie under the fireworks. We've never made love under the fireworks. What's up with that? Huh? Where's your excuse there? <laughs> I don't think I need it. What are you, a Russian spy? <laughs> N- name like Tasha? I love that people like people that listen to the, or that watch the Bachelor recaps think that you're black because your name's Tasha. Black and Russian. Yeah, that's the two things that people always ask me. Maybe you maybe you're both. You don't even know it. You don't even know it. Anyway, for all my black Russian Tashas out there, I'm taken. Quit sliding into my DMs. I do not give you permission to do that. But if anyone wants to send us uh, I'll say this. Uh tit photos or dick photos, we'll review them on the podcast. No. Sex actually well, podcast. <laughs> Sex actually. I don't want any more dick pics. What if I got a What if I got a tit photo? I I mean, but here's the thing. I just don't understand. And this is a fundamental. It has to be a fundamental difference between men and women. No girl wants a freaking dick pic. Not unless she's like you guys are in like a, a e relationship. Like if you were on Tinder and then you're exchanging photos and then you're exchanging photos of that. Nobody wants to be bombarded. But you like you, you like tits though. But I don't want to see t- I don't either way. But that's the point. Have you kissed no a boob? Has ever just sent me a tit photo? Never once. But I have gotten hundreds of unsolicited dick pics. I never. It's just crazy that like somebody who doesn't even know me in real life, who I've not asked for it, I've not given them any signs that I want to see their dick, would just send me a dick. Yeah, but you don't, what you don't realize is they're looking at other chicks on Snapchat, so they're, they might be jacking off to one girl. Next thing you know, that girl's scroll is done, so it goes to you, and then they just fire you the but pick. the point is that it's... It's disgusting, and it's harassment. It's sexual harassment. But look, if you're... We, if it was happening in real life... We would call the police. If someone came up to me in real life, just like happened in our neighborhood, and had their fucking dick out, we would call the cops, and we would report it. So it's not fair that, like, people are sending me photos of their dicks. It's <laughs> it's really not. It's, I'm with you. It's just funny the way you say it. Harassment. It's, it's disgusting. Nobody and I... Nobody like, be opening what, up what they think is a nice message, and a fucking dick, somebody jerking off, just pops in their face. There's, like, pop-up books you used to get where, like, a dinosaur would come out, but it's just a fucking cock. It's disgusting. Well, look, you've never had tits sent to you, so sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Hey, send Tasha some tits. Let's get but some tits. The point is that here you're asking for it. It's, like, it's a it's a difference between men and women. Like, no girl is... But your body, you're body shaming men. Yes, I want to send my tits. Like, that is just not a thought that, like, any female I know has... I've ever heard anything like that. But you are like, send us tits. Let me would you, if tits. you had a, if you had a mask on, would you flash like a, a crowd of cheering men? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. 
like as a fun like like woman go woman like if your girls like let's go flash those construction guys would you drive by and maybe flash? when I was nineteen but at this point in my life I, that's just not where my head's at. All right, for those under twenty yet over eighteen listeners, uh, sex actually podcast at gmail dot com. Send us a tit photo. We'll put it up on the Instagram. And uh, <laughs> I've had se- yeah, we've had people send us tits before. I feel like I've gotten one video that was like some guy fucking a girl and he showed her tits. He also showed his own dick. That's kind of cool. No, it really wasn't. I I just, I don't want people's dirty photos. Well, but. Never ask for dirty photos. Don't send me your dirty photos. If someday I ask you to send me your dick, you are free to send me your dick. But that's not happening in the foreseeable future. Uh, Don't send me your dick pics. Okay, just because I want it to be fair, if anyone wants to send a dick or tit photo, just put it in the, uh, just send it to Sex Actually. I'll screen all the photos. I'm manly enough in my, uh, my, uh, you know, deep, uh, deep thrust Dave. What was my name again? Deep dish Dave. Little Caesars. (laughs) Little pleasure, little pleasures. Oh, boy. I'm manly enough that I can look at another guy's dick um, objectively. I've looked at plenty of guys' dicks that I know. I'll tell you what. They're all ugly. They're all ugly. Oh, well, I disagree. I think there's a lot of hope to a, to a young boner. There's a lot of hope to, uh, to, to, to think what it's seen and what it wants to see. Anyway, I've, I've, uh, go, go USA. This is the episode. <laughs> Anything else? Sex Actually Podcast. Sex Actually Pod on Instagram. Go follow us. We'll show you our new planter. We'll, let you, we'll, we'll give you some jalapeno peppers when they uh, finally uh, erupt in our nice shallow planter okay this has fallen off the face of the episode um i gotta go on on a better note i can't i just can't go out until it don't look at me like that say some fart fart into the microphone we're signing off oh tasha that was gross all right that's the episode bye everybody